fighting to combat tyranny one state at a time starting with wisconsin this is the badger state resistance podcast brought to you by liberty and freedom And welcome back to the Badger State Resistance Podcast. I am your host, Justin. I am subbing in tonight since Dan was so kind to sub in for me. Uh, I'm sorry, this morning. Uh, Dan was so kind to sub in for me on Tuesday morning. So we have a couple of topics, a couple of kind of big news here in Wisconsin. We're supposed to have an absolutely gorgeous day today. Um, you know, here in the Northeast Wisconsin area, we're looking at an average of 78 degrees. So hopefully the weather people get that right because that's perfect weather and sunny. My goodness. Uh, you know, the sun's got some baseball tonight. So I'm hoping hoping that weather sticks and we can enjoy some some beautiful weather, some nice shorts, um, uh, a soda, a soda, folks, at the baseball game. <laughs> uh, and, and uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and move into the fact that now Tony Evers is playing politics with reproductive health care, that twisted terminology, um, again, by calling the Republican legislature back into session for a special session. We'll talk about that. And then we're also going to be talking about uh, Robin Voss does appoint a new WEC uh, member. So this episode brought to you by Harbortown Crafts, Patriot on Wisconsin-based. Uh, you can reach them at Harbortown Crafts on Facebook or you can send them an email at 1230 or, oh my goodness, uh, Harbortown Crafts, 1231 at gmail.com. All right. So let's start with Tony Evers. Tony Evers is essentially the worst governor that the state of Wisconsin's ever seen. Okay. And it's, it's far more than abortion. It's, it's every bit of policy that this man has tried to put forth his budgets, everything that this guy has done has been wrong for Wisconsin. I don't want to hear a single liberal say, well, it's because of the Republican legislature that the legislature pretty much tied his hands. No, thank God the legislature at minimum, even though I don't think that they've done enough, uh, at least didn't really allow a whole lot of radical legislation to come through and be passed on to the great people of Wisconsin. Uh I still believe that he was not duly elected as our governor. I still believe that Scott Walker won that election. But, hey, we live in the times of fraud and big money. So uh, I just think that, I mean, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty well known. I think most people uh, agree with me that Tony Evers has done nothing. He's lame duck. He's been lame duck. And if he somehow manages to squeak through another win, uh, he'll be lame duck for another four years. So uh, let's dive right into this uh, and this article. This is from Madison.com, fake news, right? Okay, so this is left-leaning. And again, as I said yesterday, I like to <clears throat> read these articles uh, for the first time with you and give live reaction to them. With the U.S. Supreme Court poised to overturn Roe v. Wade, Democratic Governor Tony Evers has called the legislature into a special session to repeal the state's 173-year-old abortion ban, a move unlikely to go anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere because what they're going to do is Robin Vaz is going to call a roll call. And then as fast as he brought the 
meeting into you know in into oh what do you want to as fast as the meeting starts it's going to end he's going to bring the gavel down and he's going to end it okay there's not going to be a floor discussion and if there is it'll be just a waste of people's time uh the republican controlled legislature almost certainly will not follow evers wishes and will likely end the june 2020 session in a matter of seconds they will while Evers has the power to call special sessions, the legislature does not have to take any action on any legislation during the session. The legislature has re- uh, rejected Evers' special sessions on gun control, distributing $150 checks to Wisconsinites and, and expanding Medicare. I'm sorry, Medicaid. I don't know about you folks, but I've even been taking my Zyrtec, and boy, have my allergies have been going going crazy. So I hope I'm not, I mean, I hope I am alone, but I'm sure I'm not. Uh, Quote, Wisconsin law has not changed and our pro-life position has not changed. Killing innocent babies is not healthcare. Correct. Uh, Wow. Coming from Senate Majority Devin Lemahieu. Now, I don't like Devin Lemahieu. Devin Lemahieu is not a good state senator, but um, he's right. It is not healthcare. It is not healthcare. Reproductive healthcare is actually healthcare that has to do with your reproductive system, male and female. Aborting a child is murder. Uh, in a statement that he said on Wednesday, so yesterday, we will gavel out of another blatantly political special session call from this partisan governor. Uh, He could have actually gotten rid of the word partisan and put lunatic governor would have worked, um, communist governor would have worked, uh, tyrant Tony would have worked, uh, killer Tony. I mean, any of it would have worked. Evers' action to declare a special session Wednesday is one of the few options available to him as the U.S. Supreme Court appears, poised to reverse its abortion protection and guarantee nationwide. In Wisconsin, overturning Roe v. Wade, I'm sorry, Roe, uh, could activate an abortion ban first passed in 1849, though it's unclear whether the law would immediately go into effect. Well, we would assume that it would. First of all, Roe v. Wade is unconstitutional. Our Constitution gives states the rights to make state, you know, gives the states rights to make their own laws as long as they're within the constitutional guidelines. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say that killing innocent life is your right. It says all Americans are protected under the Constitution. And as a matter of fact, a child in the womb is a human child. And if it is pregnant inside of an American woman, a U.S. national national woman. Uh, that child is protected by the Constitution. I don't know why that's something that we are not understanding. On the left, that is. I know many on the right believe that. Sadly, many on the right are up and up about it. Uh, again, an abortion, in my personal opinion, when it becomes blatantly obvious that a woman's, um, you know, if she's going to pass, you know, die from caring, uh, that's that's a medical procedure, folks. And like I've said many times on this podcast, uh, 99.9999.100% 9.9 of the time, uh, these women never wanted that to happen. So, uh, 
let's see. Citing the likely imminent court opinion to overturn Roe, Evers tweeted, we can't wait for this decision to arrive on our uh, doorstep. We must act now. Assembly Speaker Robin Vaz did not respond to a request for comment. A Wisconsin law first passed in 1849 dictates that destroying the life of an unborn child would constitute a Class H felony punishable by up to six years of combined prison and extended supervision and a fine of up to $10,000. The willful killing of an unborn unborn quick child which is generally described as a fetus that has developed to the stage that it moves within the womb uh, would be a classy felony punishable by up to 10 years in prison and five years of extended supervision the law includes exception for when a mother's life is in danger but not for rape or incest See, they always want to go for rape or incest, even though this is such a small percentage of the time, okay? We we could talk about rape and incest and the rabbit holes that the Democratic Party have gone down. Excuse me. Sneeze it. My goodness, like I said, folks, I had to turn the the mic off so you didn't have to hear me sneeze. So, essentially, we could talk about all the rabbit holes that Democrats have have moved towards, including many on the left that now believe that uh, pedophilia is a sexuality and should be accepted amongst society, right? Uh, Ridiculous. So, let's go into what the Wisconsin 1849 abortion law is um, 940.04 abortion one any person other than the mother who in, uh, intentionally destroys the life of an unborn child is guilty of a class H felony a two uh, any person other than the mother who does not does either of the following is guilty of a class E felony so a intentionally destroys the life of an unborn quick child or B causes death of the mother by an act done with intent to destroy the life of an unborn child. It is unnecessary to prove that the fetus was alive when the act. So causing the mother's death was committed. Um, Let's see. Number five, uh, this section does not apply to therapeutic abortion, which A, is performed by a physician and is B, is necessary or is advised by two other physicians as necessary to save the life of the mother. And unless an emergency prevents, is performed in a licensed maternity hospital. Uh, in this, And then number six, in this section, unborn child means a human being from the time of conception until it's born alive. All right, but Wisconsin's 1849 ban isn't the only state law that could be in play for Roe, is be in play if Roe is overturned. A related statute uh, prohibits abortions after the fetus has reached uh, viability, the same standard established by Roe, but uh, carves out an an exemption for women whose health could be endangered by continuing the pregnancy. Abortion rights um, groups call could argue the, quote, health exemption extends to a woman's emotional and mental. Nope, we cannot go down that rabbit hole, folks. That is a, and again, shame on Madison.com for not including uh, the fact that apparently men can get pregnant now, as silly as that is. 
So, uh, okay, so the Wisconsin's 1985 abortion law, and this section viability means that the stage of uh, fetal development when in the medical judgment of, of the attending physician based on the particular facts of the case before him or her, him or her, there is a reasonable likelihood of sustained survival of the fetus outside the womb with or without artificial support. Whoever intentionally performs an abortion of, after the fetus or unborn child reaches viability as determined by reasonable medical judgment of the woman's intending physician is guilty of a class I felony. <coughs> uh, sub, subsection two does not apply if the abortion is necessary to preserve the life and health of the woman. Uh, any abortion performed under sub three after viability of the fetus or unborn child as determined by reasonable medical judgment of the woman's attending physician shall be performed in a hospital on an inpatient basis. So, uh, and it goes on. So, quote, everyone deserves the chance to define their own path in life. Anyone who needs an abortion and reproductive health care, again, play at words, it's not reproductive health care, it's murder, should be able to access it without interference from policy, politicians. Assembly Minority Leader uh, Greta Newber, whatever, of Racine, said in a statement, we have to do everything in our power to make sure that Wisconsinites are able to access the care they need. This is not care, folks. This is not care. This is not health care at all. Okay, reproductive health care rights are not going away. Unbelievable. On May 3rd, Evers announced he led a cohort of 17 governors calling on Congress to immediately protect access to abortion nationwide. A measure made to protect abortion rights nationwide stalled in the U.S. Senate. Planned Parenthood of Wisconsin should would stop providing abortions in the state unless it was determined that the 1849 law couldn't be enforced, said Mike Murray, the organization's vice president of public policy. See, again, we're going to have non-elected officials try to use uh, public opinion as policy. Uh, and, and again, it's a very woke opinion and not as popular as as all would think. I think that, again, the Democratic Party should focus on pushing people to actually do the right thing, uh, like educating properly how to protect themselves. In, in, in today's day and age, to believe that people are not going to have sex, especially outside of marriage, I think is silly because it's going to happen. But what I will say is that that's, that's what we should be pushing is, is self-preservation, right? We should be talking to our daughters about, hey, these are the consequences. So if you are going to be sexually active, you know, and again, we're talking about appropriate times, not 13, 14 year old girls. And I even 15, 16 is pretty darn young. Uh, but we know well, the age we live in, then we as parents need to be responsible and, and, and probably work to make sure that our daughters are protected. Same with our sons. Okay, I have a 14-year-old son. I will not encourage my son to be sexually active until I would prefer that he meet the right woman, get married, and do it the right way. But I'd be fooling myself to believe that that's what's going to actually happen. So uh, I'm not going to go into these polls because I think that Madison.com and ABC and all these other garbage polls are they're garbage. It's garbage. So... I'm not going to go into it. Again, it's a play at words. Abortion is a, is is the right to kill uh, without penalty. 
Okay. Uh, reproductive rights are not in jeopardy. No, no woman, no man is in jeopardy of losing their reproductive health care right. Uh, what they are lo- losing the, abil- the, the right to is consensual murder. So let's let's not tie the two. And we know that Tony Evers is doing this to uproot the base. And if any, here's what I'm going to tell conservatives that may be on the fence about this issue and may feel that this is the biggest issue uh, in their arsenal, that if they do think that abortion is a woman's right, here's what I'm going to tell you. The more Democrats uh, maintain power or gain power, the more rights, other rights you're going to lose, like the right to even be able to freaking feed that darn child. So let's let's just not let's just not go there. Uh, we we can't we can't let this play tug at all of our heartstrings and know that we have bigger issues in this country on than than fighting this. This this right here this right here is 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 pretty standard. If you choose to have sex and you end up pregnant then it's time to take responsibility, pull up you know, your big boy pants and your big girl pants and, and figure out how to either one, co-parent, or two, find a way to, to make sure you show that child everlasting love <coughs> and a great way forward and maybe teach them to not make the same mistakes that you may have made, right? Like uh, Bob Ross used to say, these are uh, happy, happy accidents. My, my, my two children, I wouldn't trade either one of them for the world. I absolutely adore them. They, they are the absolute light of my life. So it's, it's just crazy. All right, so let's move into Robin Vaz. Robin Vaz appoints former WEC member to fill vacant spot in the commission. So this is a former WEC person. Okay, the tax lawyer Don Millis of Sun Prairie will uh, fill the spot left vacant for the resignation of Commissioner Dean Knutson last month. Knutson's resignation delayed a vote on the next chair of the commission, which by law must be a Republican member of the commission since the previous chair was a Democrat. Knutson abruptly resigned in May, saying he could not continue to represent Republicans who attacked him for stating that there was no widespread election fraud. Knutson's a fool. Uh, In Wisconsin 2020, and that President Trump's loss to President Biden is the state uh, was Biden in the state was legitimate. No, it wasn't. We know that for fact. Now, we know that there was a lot of foul play, and we know that if we would have investigated it properly, we would have seen so. Uh, Millis previously served on the Wisconsin Election Commission as one of the first members of 2016 as an appointee, and then Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald before resigning in 2017, citing uh, obligation to his law practice. Quote, Don is a respected attorney whose uh, expertise make him an excellent addition to the Wisconsin Elections Commission. I have no doubt that he will apply election laws fairly and ensure current law is being followed, Vaz said in a statement announcing the appointment in which former Governor Tommy Thompson had also voiced his support. Uh, the appointment comes days before the election commission is expected to hold a vote this Friday on its next chair, as well as take up any challenges on two-candidate placement on the ballot for August partisan primaries. 
including whether to allow Republican gubernatorial candidate Tim Michaels, who we talked about yesterday on the primary ballot. Michaels' eligibility is being questioned following a Democratic Party of Wisconsin-backed challenge, claiming the vast majority of the nomination signatures the Michaels campaign collected were invalid due to an address error on the heading of the nomination papers. Michael said in an affidavit to Elections Commission that the use of the incorrect forms was inadvertent and was not discovered until after the signatures were submitted and that he did not intend to uh, mislead voters about where he lived. Um, I'm sure that he didn't. Again, my stance stands, you know, uh, anybody else probably would have been most likely kicked off. And at this point, we need to follow the rules. Um, so I don't want to go into that down that rabbit hole uh, because again, uh, people people just need to understand that we have rules and Democrats are the ones that want to break them constantly. We've seen that over and over and over, uh, and and we shouldn't start as Republicans. We're better than that. Now, what I will say is that regardless of who it is that's on the election commission, their job should this <laughs> sorry Don, uh, but your job should be short lived as the WEC needs to be disbanded, uh, period, and needs to be completely disbanded. Uh, election Elected officials need to be handling our elections, our state business, uh, not unelected bureaucrats that are unaccountable to anybody. And we went into great deep detail yesterday about that as well. I encourage you to go back and listen to yesterday's podcast. So I'm just going to say this. I, I'm not uh, upset by the appointment because at, at this point, in this stage of the game, I think anybody that he would have appointed, uh, regardless, shouldn't have that role past you know January, February of next year once the new governor takes place. And I do believe that we will get a Republican governor. Uh, this state is fed up with Tony Evers. They're fed up with the politicizing of everything, uh, including now dropping this whole Roe v. Wade nonsense. At the end of the day, states have the right to make the choices, and, and, and we should. Localized legislation is better for we the people. Um, federal legislation is not. The Constitution of the United States, if, 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 if Democrats want abortion to be legal, then it should be put into the Constitution, which would require a mass majority of a, a veto-proof majority, which they clearly don't have. Uh, thank God we have one Democrat in, in the U.S. Senate that has a brain. And... Uh, Clearly, the United States, in large part, because they don't have that veto-proof uh, majority or um, whatever that that majority, uh, the U.S. doesn't want it. U.S. doesn't want democratic policy. The Democrats are about to find out how bad the United States don't want democratic policy. We are fed up. It is enough. All this crap is just—it's wearing. And I, and I know the people of the United States are fed up with $5 gas. They're fed up with formula shortages. They're fed up with the rising grocery costs. You can't even, you can't even buy a reasonably cost house any at, at this point. Car values, my goodness. I saw a pickup truck on a lot today when I was driving. Uh, it was a Dually F450. Uh, yeah, it looked really nice. It was a real white and everything. $115,000. Who the heck has got $115,000 for a pickup truck, right? Uh, then then to turn around and fuel the darn thing with diesel, which very soon will be approaching 6 and $7 here in our state, if it's not already in certain parts. 
<sighs> Democrats are just in for a massive rude awakening. And the Republican legislature, if you folks take up and, and, and even think about debating or, or entertaining Tony Evers' politicized uh, move to bring you all back instead of just showing up in your jeans or your shorts and in a, in a, in a Hawaiian shirt and just going on the floor and saying, yeah, okay, have a good summer. Okay, go back to your non-session unless you're going to take up real issues like election integrity. There's no reason for y'all to be there. So, all right, we'll be back next week. We've got a full week. Oh, excuse me. We will be back tomorrow. We have our panel discussion tomorrow uh, with Dan and Tori and myself. So I'm sure it'll be fire. We'll see what Tori brings up and topics and where it goes from there. And then after that, then we'll be back next week. We are confirmed to have Adam Steen uh, join us on a Facebook Live. Um, we will be adding the 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 event, and it's your opportunity to inter, uh, interact with uh, Adam Steen. Adam Steen is in the fight for our lives to take out uh, this speaker, Robin Vaz who has been the biggest uh, pain in our butts here in Wisconsin and has been completely against everything that we the people want. And it's going to take statewide help to get him. Uh, yes, it is up to the 63rd district to ultimately decide whether or not they're going to keep Robin or not. But again, it is going to take all of us to help Adam past the finish line because we do know that foul play seems to be uh, something of the political elites. So, all right, folks, have a wonderful day, and we'll be back here tomorrow.